we'll uh, we'll open it up with uh, with something like listen to JM fuck up this podcast several times throughout. Enjoy <laughs> listening to the whole thing. We'll hook them like the TikToks. Glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host JM. And I am Jared. Hey Jared, how's it going? Pretty alright. Pretty alright. How are you doing? Ah, doing pretty alright. Started school again. School? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't know. <laughs> I was trying to make some sort of joke about how you didn't graduate but no that's actually really awesome what are you uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. what are you going back for like taking extra classes or yeah just just uh it's just the local community college just to get out of the house oh yeah uh, yeah last last quarter i took weightlifting and piano nice and an online mindfulness class and they were all good it was really cool i've been playing the piano jared nice and then this quarter i'm taking weightlifting again and i was going to take yoga but it was an online class, and I was already a little like, ugh, fine, online. And then I found out that, like, so it's supposed to be, like, two days a week, Tuesday and Thursday at 8 a.m., and I got up early today, Jared. I got up early. I went for a walk. I was ready for 8 a.m. yoga, and then it was, like, I learned that, like, we're only going to have, like, a, a live class once a week on Thursday. And I'm like, that's not even Wait. too online. Like, we get a video, and I get to watch a video. I'm like, I could just do this on YouTube. Yeah, you not... don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting mm. anything out of this at all. Uh, so I think I'm going to drop that class. And I'm taking opera classes. Opera classes? Yeah. Jared, I'm going to be in an opera. Did I not tell you I was going to be in an you opera? You did tell me you were going to be in an opera, and I completely forgot until just now. And now I know you're taking opera class. This is crazy! <laughs> God damn, you've been up to so Wild. much shit. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I've been trying to keep up with shit so that I don't die of sadness. Oh, yeah, that's the key. That's the key right there. That's the trick. That's the mm-hmm. trick. But I'm really excited. <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully, uh, the opera goes well. Our first rehearsal is tonight. I'm very excited. Oh, congratulations. I hope it goes yeah. well. Thanks. Thank you very much. When is the actual show? June 10th, 11th, and 12th. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So if you can make it, that'd be great. But I understand. Fly out to see. I'll, I'll I'll flap real fast. Get there, just in time. You got time, June. Mm-hmm. That's plenty of time. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> get your place to stay. There's nice hotels here in this this little town I'm in. This little town. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Glad to hear you've been up to so much. That's awesome. Always good to stay busy. Keep active. It is. Yeah. What have you been up to? Honestly, <laughs> I mean, not not much. You've kind of are uh showing me up here um <laughs> oh. i mean i've mostly been playing elden ring so. yeah well yeah i said still playing elden ring playing the new kirby really liking it very cute yeah very cute nice. um and uh spending a lot of my time trying to think of uh segways yeah really bad i, I have nothing i got nothing um, you don't even have a bad one right now no uh you know actually you know what that reminds me speaking of bad segways <laughs> uh let's talk to another guy named jared 
Nice. All right. Uh, Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh it, yeah, we got a we 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 got somebody special here, don't we? <laughs> we have another Jared. We do have another Jared. We have Jared Tan. Hello. That was a very bad segue. That was Thank a very you. bad segue. I was gonna try to do something <laughs> about how like keeping busy and a lot of how people keep busy is like through engaging like in Discord with like the communities of some of their favorite games and stuff like that. I was gonna try to, to wrestle it that way. It was gonna be heavy handed, but uh I like Jared's. We have another Jared. I take I take the head on approach. I just like yeah. If I'm driving straight at a tree, I'm like, well, I'm not moving. Maybe the tree will move. So mm. <laughs> very wise advice yeah. right there. Uh, so Jared Tan, everybody uh, works at Nereal as the community manager. Is community manager your official title? Mm-hmm. That's correct. But you do more than just that, because you do community management as well as sort of some social media stuff. And those are two kind of distinct disciplines, but you do both, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, Hi. Yeah, uh, nice to e-meet you, Jared, and, and, and Jam. We've uh, e-met earlier and, and got to meet at GZC. Um, we p-met. What? What does that mean? We physically met. <laughs> oh, p-met. <laughs> I was like, you guys meet in the bathroom or something, and like, <laughs> oh my goodness, Jared, no, streams? <laughs> no, because he said e because he's e meeting you. No, now, I, I, get, I get it now. I get it now. But IRL. If, you say, if you if you were to come up to somebody and say, "Hey, I p met this guy," what would you think? <laughs> anyway, I would think that you met them in physical reality. Well, that well, makes you be the only few, person. Yeah, <laughs> seems very. You guys are just agreeing because you're Jareds. Anyway, <laughs> moving right along. Go on, Jared Tan, the good Jared. So I am Jared. I work as the community manager at Nariel, as Jam just said. Um, yeah, and right now, um, or if you if you don't know, Nariel are the developers of the Reigns series. So Reigns, Reigns Her Majesty, Reigns Game of Thrones, Reigns Beyond. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, lots of Reigns games, as well as Card Shark, which we're releasing later this year. Get um, to the goods. No, wait, never mind. What? Nothing, sorry. Oh, okay. I confused myself. <laughs> ah, well, uh, yeah. Yeah, Nariel's really awesome. Uh, I started with them a few months ago, and so far we've basically been trying to set up our community stuff, like get our Discord off the ground, get a bunch of social media accounts off the ground. Um, in the past, Nariel hasn't done too much they, they, in terms of uh, community since they've mainly been focused on developing the games and, and, and continuously doing that like originally it was a really really small team with uh basically just two people making the first reigns um and yeah now they have more people uh can have more help and uh yeah a big part of my job lately has been making tiktoks Woo tiktoks Woo. you don't sound <laughs> very enthusiastic about tiktok what no i'm i'm almost 40 so you know i'm not going to pretend like i um understand tiktok don't worry i i don't really understand it either but uh <laughs> you say that but you've uh you've you've done a lot of scientific research on how it works haven't you uh scientific is definitely not the correct word i know my scientist no? friends would definitely not <laughs> consider it scientific our sample size is nowhere near big enough uh but yeah i i'm also Formerly, uh, or I guess I still am a, a certified accountant 
So I use that to kind of like bring a data data insights to uh, what I do, especially in social media to to kind of assess what does the best and, and how the algorithm works mm-hmm. for TikTok. And you hacked it. You hacked the algorithm. Uh, no, definitely haven't hacked the algorithm. But uh, yeah, definitely have found some insights from the analysis, whether it's, uh, yeah, whether it's significant because of the small sample size, who knows? But uh, that's the kind of talk we're doing today. Lots of data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that something that you can share, or do you want to keep that like more private? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you can read our main campaign. So, uh, man, this is just sounding like marketing promotion. But uh, <laughs> in our first two weeks on TikTok for our Card Shark account, we hit a million views, and we just passed ten thousand followers, which I think is pretty good. Uh, like a two D um, narrative game is not definitely is not the kind of game that. Is gonna blow up not like a 3d shooter like doesn't have that wide appeal uh but yeah i I wrote a big thing about our campaign in those first two weeks in um on my website uh you can find it through the narial twitter or or my twitter um yeah and yeah if you want to know more about what i've found about tiktok we can talk about that yeah absolutely i I find that interesting because i hear you know like you say like the algorithm but i've heard like you hear that with like uh you know like youtube too like oh the youtube algorithm and how to get found and people always say that but i i've always wondered like what what is that how does that work because just like damn i don't i don't understand this stuff (laughs) Hmm. so um as in general social media is trying to get people to stay on the platform for as long as possible uh, so, like the YouTube algorithm, like pretty much all the algorithms are going to try to do things that will get people to stay and, and keep on watching uh, so they can give them as, as many ads as possible. Uh, the more time, then the more money they can make from ads. So, something like the YouTube algorithm um, is really reliant on the, your thumbnails. That's why so many thumbnails are so clickbaity, where it's like you have to have this huge thing that's a, that has like, an, your, like your title and your thumbnail needs to convince someone to click. Um, and, and that's why, like, that's how we've gotten to this clickbait scenario where um, you, you put some like person's face, the YouTuber's face, and they're like, oh, I like the, the big shocked face as you can't see because <laughs> this is an audio format or, um, and, and some like crazy thing on the thumbnail. Uh, but in TikTok, um, TikTok people mainly watch by uh, from their for you page where you just get like shown video after video and each time you get shown a video uh, you can swipe away to go to the next one or you can stay to watch the whole thing and what I found is that like the thing that the algorithm cares about the most is whether uh, some what percent of people watch your video all the way through um, mm-hmm. so yeah, the higher percentage of people who are watch all the way to the end of your video, then the more likely it's going to be sent to more people's for you pages and then kind of goes viral there and it becomes a snowball effect. Sorry, that siren in the background. Someone's just the cops are coming after someone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right there, yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you could hear that. Uh, <laughs> let me turn hack down the algorithm. Game. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. It was just really funny. It's like, uh-oh, busted him for hacking the algorithm. You shared so, the secrets there, boy. <laughs> so you, so okay, sure. It's a given. You want people to watch all the way through your video. You know, you want people. To, I mean, people make these things. They want people to watch them. But like, then like part of part of it is also like, how do you get them to do that? Right. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, but TikTok specifically, uh, people are 
very used to swiping away if they're not interested in like the first one two seconds so you really need uh -huh. to convince them to watch right at the beginning so uh fear mongering yeah like you have to have some sort of hook whether it's fear mongering or, or uh you tell them that like i'm gonna tell you this thing at the end or, or this is like three yeah. steps so then you are interested in watching all three steps um so whereas in some other kind of video you might think that uh or, or some other kind of content you might think oh i'm not gonna save my punchline till the very end but on tiktok i, I would recommend that you tell someone what your video is gonna do um maybe not give all of it away but you set something up so that to convince them to watch the end, whether that's a list or like a joke that you start the joke and then you need to wait, watch to the end to see the punchline, um, yeah. something like that. So they so that they have a reason to watch, so they know what they're getting into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and also, I would definitely not recommend posting longer videos, at least right now, and, and how the algorithm works right now, because that can always change. Uh, but yeah, if you're posting something that's like longer than 20 seconds, the odds, like, in order to convince someone to watch all the way to the end, pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just imagining a whole weird world of like from from what you were saying, where like it's just videos of people saying a punchline and then doing the setup of the joke and just <laughs> this like weird backwards humor. <laughs> uh, I I think if your joke, that, that that's I think that's one reason why like trends work really well, where you use a format of joke that people already are familiar with. So you can like ask the question or use like the song that is leading to some big drop after seven seconds. Uh, then people are like, oh, okay, I understand. Like there, there's an understanding that, yeah, yeah. But they, they already know that something is coming at that seven second mark. So then and they're expecting and then they want to see what it is. Okay. So you use like the audio cue that way the audience is familiar with it. So they know when the punchline is going to hit kind of thing so that they, huh. So it's just easier for them to go along for the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one way to do it. Um, yeah, our, our most popular video is a joke that was originally told by one of the comments on our... Uh, uh, so the first video we posted was like a game overview, kind of just like briefly talking about what the game is. And that in that first mm -hmm. video, I started it with, we're making a game about cheating. And right away, I think that's like a compelling thing to hear about. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not something you hear every day. Uh, most games don't like cheaters, so so doing that is interesting. Um, yeah. And one of the comments was, uh, <laughs> um, if you know the the, U the Minecraft YouTuber Dream, uh, who is in a cheating scandal because he claimed to have a world record speed run, but it was found that he had a, a modded version of Minecraft that increased his odds um, later on, and there was some big scandal about that. Uh, so sure, yeah. sure. We all know about that. <laughs> For the youngins in the in, in the <laughs> listeners, uh -huh. uh, yeah. So someone in the comments said like, "Oh, like it, it, this is a cheating game." Like they said, "Dream's favorite game," um, and then I like piggybacked off of that uh, to make the video, which ended up being our most viral video. Um, yeah, uh, in in that one, I use an audio cue that people are pretty familiar with. Uh, it has a drop. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah and then kind of like time I set up the joke and then I wait for the drop and then the drop hits and, and, and like that's when the punchline goes with the footage of the game and you use dream in this as well yeah I, I had to say like what did I say I think I say his, say his name yeah <laughs> well I just like say his name and, and there's enough people on TikTok who are familiar with him and, and, and the controversy that find it funny yeah yeah. Okay. 
Nice. So, I mean, to be, you didn't, like, put his picture on it or something like that at the beginning to be like, no. Dream cheats at no. Card Shark or any sensationalism <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. All it was was, like, um, so in TikTok, you can reply to a comment with a video. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what we did. And then the, the, the original comment will, like, show up on the screen. So you can ah. see uh, it shows up on the screen, someone saying, Dream's favorite game. And then I say... Um, I don't know if Dream's gonna like our video, uh, or sorry, I, I don't. I don't know if Dream's gonna like our game when he finds out what happens to cheaters who get caught, and then then the drop from the music hits and it shows uh, various scenes from our game where after you get caught cheating and someone like hurts you or like tries to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and that's kind of a part of how our TikTok has done pretty well. Uh, playing on some ideas someone else gave us and uh, uh, spinning it to make it more related to the game. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, you've got a back and forth, you've got a conversation going with the, with the, with the audience. I mean, that's, that's the way to do it. That's mm -hmm. good banter. Well, digital and banter. How that, that video you're just describing, how long is it? I think it's like 10 like, seconds. Yeah. Like 10 seconds. So it's, I find it really crazy that, you know, you're just describing all of this stuff, all of these elements that, you know, you, uh, you know, thought about and put into it to make like this 10 second video. And so many people would just think, oh, yeah, it's just film this thing or whatever. But obviously you've crafted something in a small package, but it worked because it reached so many people. That's crazy. That's really wild to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... Like, you know, the audio stings, the what what the popular audio cues are or visual cues or formats, you know, um, I mean, how hard is that to keep up with? Mm. Uh, to be honest, I don't really consume much TikTok content at all. Uh, personally, I I have like an aversion towards the recommended in, in like all social platforms like on youtube yeah. i basically never click on the recommendeds i will almost always immediately tap the subscriptions uh list um yeah because i'm like oh I, I, my goal is to stay away from the rabbit hole of continuously like <laughs> clicking on the new recommended thing which i know everyone has done at some time so you you you're one of those you're, you're one of like the people like that works at apple but refuses to let their kid touch an eye kind of thing. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, well, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll see in the future if that happens, but uh, um, but yeah, I guess I mean, kind you of don't like that. Follow it, yeah. Like you, you're not going through TikTok and just letting the algorithm take you on a journey. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I really should though. Like uh, a few weeks ago at GDC, uh, I'm not sure. Sure, or I'm sure anyone who's familiar with community management will know Victoria Tran um, oh, yeah. of Among Us. Um, inner sloth and she did a talk about their tiktok strategy and she says that she like a lot sometime each week to uh to basically just like wa watch tiktok and, and look at the current trends so you can stay relevant like stay current and, and like make something relevant and you trust her <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh she's not sus she's so great she's a little sus to make <laughs> um so I mean, so you, so then, how do you how do you keep track of you know what the tools that you need or the language that you need you know to to keep up with how to how to keep up with the algorithm? Hmm. Um, I think 
you really don't have to like follow trends necessarily. Um, like TikTok is so big now that like mm -hmm. it, it's way bigger than Twitter already. Uh, and it's like the fastest growing social media platform by, by a long margin. So it like it's so big that there are people interested in everything. So it, yeah. like you don't need to follow the most popular thing. Like like there is a niche for everyone. Um, and yeah. I, I'd say like most importantly, you're trying to think about what fits your game or your brand. Um, and think of things that like you're interested that, that are fun for you to make. Uh, because like like making any sort of content it, it's, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of time so if you're not having fun doing it then it's just really tough so for <laughs> me uh like our niche or at least the niche that i want to try to play up more is talking about how our game relates to real life because card shark like every trick in the game uh, every technique you learn is directly from real life there are things that real cheaters can use or have used in the past um and then it become and, and also uh, we have a lot of historical figures in the game since it's set in a historical period. Mm. Um, and yeah, like using that connection to real life, it almost makes I, I feel like a teacher that I'm trying to like teach people about something that's actually applicable in real life. Maybe you're not actually going to do a, a card cheat cheating thing at a casino. I, I hope you don't because <laughs> that'll be very bad if you get caught, which you probably will. Uh, but it's still interesting knowledge to have. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed like some of the, the historical TikToks or the how to cheat TikToks and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if they, it's, so that's 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 a really cool angle to come at, and it works for the game very much so because, like you said, the game is historically and you know based on reality. Um, so you know, just to talk about like you, is this something you sought out deliberately? doing community management, doing social media for, for something like Nereal? Like, what's your what's your path been? Mm. Um, okay, so I guess one of the main reasons why we're, like, pushing TikTok hard or that I've, like, really tried is because uh, the other people at Nereal wanted me to. Um, yeah. But also, it's, like, such a good opportunity. Uh, it provides... It can provide a lot of visibility to games that, like, I'd say, the more mature social media platforms... Uh, it, it's a lot harder to, to get that visibility uh, without mm -hmm. having a big existing follower base or, or, or ad spend. Um, yeah, so it, I, I think it's an effective way of, of using your marketing time if you're trying to market a game. Um, nice. So yeah, that's, that's one. Uh, and then for me personally, um, ooh, I, I'd say that my goal as a community manager and, and my goal in the games industry as a whole is to uh, help indie game like really cool indie games that I believe in that, that I really like get as much visibility as they can and yeah learning how to do TikTok successfully is one of the ways to do that so it's that I'm very happy to learn and to try and to get our game seen by as many people as we can nice so what led you into community management hmm that's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, could also have just stumbled into it. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I'll do the long story since this is an hour-long podcast. Yeah. Um, so I chose to study. I did my undergrad and master's in accounting, and I chose to do that way back in high school because in Canada we got to like pick our major like basically in grade twelve uh, before we even go to university. Uh, or college and 
um, and I picked it because at that time I felt that like my only true big passion is music, and like I had a band at that time, and I was like we were like write songs and try to record them, play at different places, and um, uh, like doing music is music is a shrinking industry and it's extremely volatile and it's like really hard to have a consistent living. So my goal was to have to to do a career that I could have a enough time and money that I could like enjoy doing music on the side and that, that was my yeah. goal and that's why I picked accounting play? sorry what do you play uh in the band I played bass and sometimes sang um nice yeah uh but now I don't play bass so often since I mainly play alone so I gotta play guitar piano things that are more uh conducive to a single performer yeah nice um, All right, sorry, yeah, go on. Sorry, yeah. I, I know it's okay. It's a good question. I love talking about music. We can definitely do that more. Um, but so the, uh, back then, that was the goal. Uh, but then after I started working in accounting, I, I worked at the, the one of the big four international accounting firms, as you may have heard of. Um, and if you've heard of them, you probably also know that it's like a really, really tough time as in your first few years while you're trying to get certified. Um, yeah, there's like a, a former competitive smash player who was working at, a, at one of the big four and he talked about how difficult it was and then he quit and then like to be a smash player um things like that like there's many stories uh, from almost anyone you know who works at one of them uh and they just give you spreadsheets and make you do math all day uh it's not really doing math a lot of checking things data moving things um Ugh. Yeah, I, I was uh, specifically working in tax. And, and really, for me, it wasn't that bad. Uh, like, I, I know my situation, my work situation wasn't nearly as bad as a lot of my friends and peers. Uh, but uh, over that time, I it became a lot harder to do music because of the long hours. And, and I had moved away from home to live in a like different city. Yeah. So I didn't have the same music connections. Uh, and I decided that I think I can figure out a job that I can be a lot more motivated in, uh, that I can do really well at, and that then like that's the ambition to to do something that I believe in, that I'm motivated by, and I can do a really good job. Uh, so I kind of expanded what I felt is my passion, not just music, but thinking about what exactly in music makes me happy and what motivates me in it. And uh, for me, that was number one, uh, finding or being able to be creative, to, to create things, to, to make things that were new that hadn't been seen before. And number two, uh, sharing that thing that I'm creating with as many people as possible and trying to like get it as public and as visible as possible. And those were like, oh, I guess it's kind of like PR, communications, marketing, community, those, those areas. And like people actually have those as their careers, so <laughs> I can do that too. Uh, yeah, and then from there, I tried to like pivot towards uh, marketing, community, communications. Uh, I ended up like do doing a rotation. My, my office was like really nice to me and gave me a chance to work for several months in the marketing department. Uh, then I took eventually the, after... at the accounting firm. Yes, yes, they actually let me work. Oh, yeah. wow! Yeah, all right, that's nice of them. Yeah, the Vancouver office, very cool. Uh, very decent. Very nice people there. Um, and you haven't said which accounting firm are you not allowed to say uh, i can probably say you can find it on my linkedin uh I, i'm wearing a sweater right now uh kpmg the vancouver office i will yeah thumbs up <laughs> go to them if you have expense if you want to pay a lot of money to do your taxes <laughs> sweet <laughs> a ringing endorsement yes <laughs> or if you need an audit or something 
for a public company. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, after that, I, I got certified after the few years that I need to do to get certified. And then right, as, like pretty much days after I did. Certified I completed, for what? Oh, uh, as a certified accountant. Uh, in Canada. Oh, okay, okay. So still accounting. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You you need to. I was like w- certified marketing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in Canada, you need to work for two and a half years at yeah. in, in accounting to to get certified. So as soon as I finished, I did a community internship at Brace Yourself Games, and that was basically like my entry to the games industry. Uh, like they took a chance on me since I never did yeah. anything related to community or or like marketing officially. Um, yeah, and we released Industries of Titan while I was there. Um, nice. I was like, how do I know that name? Yeah, nice. they're the developers of uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer and Cadence of Hyrule, two games that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that 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 turn, that mech game isn't out yet, is it? Ah, Phantom Brigade. Oh, man, I love Phantom, Phantom Brigade. Brigade. Yeah. I really want to play Phantom Brigade. Yeah, it's it's really, really cool. Uh, not, not out on Steam yet. Should be out on Steam <sighs> relatively soon. Um, yeah, but we released uh, Industries of Titan. Then, yeah. uh, after the internship ended, I worked at a mobile game company that I did not vibe with. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, mobile <laughs> games and, and free to play, like, uh, microtransactions are definitely not the kinds of games that I want to work in. Uh, so I quit after two months. And then while I was unemployed, I was just applying to different places and found the, the job posting for Narial. And I, uh, yeah, and that's, how we've ended up here. Nice. Were you familiar with the Reigns games prior to working with Nereal? I did know about them, but I hadn't played much. I think I like probably had them on Steam, but hadn't played them yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I did know about them. I had seen them in like Nintendo presentations or uh, on the Nintendo YouTube account. Very nice. Yeah, I remember the first time uh, there was a meeting. You were just talking about wanting to really get to know the team. So actually, I'm, I'm, I I really liked that. So when you started, you you made a big deal. You very systematically like interviewed the team. It felt like and tried to get a feel for Nereal. Is mm. that I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things that they wanted me to do is is kind of create a brand voice since I would be yeah. like a public representative of the brand and and the studio and uh, to do that i think it's really important to understand what the people are about like the individuals mm-hmm. what what they care about what what is important to them what they believe in um yeah so i started with the like the original people uh francois alio um arnaud de Boc, and uh and tamara alio as well um like they were the original people who started nariel and um yeah so i started with them ask them like what games do they play what games inspire them uh what is their story to to leading to like making the reigns games and nariel what they what they want nariel to be known for and then expanded that to like a survey that i gave to everyone at the studio um and yeah i think it's important to know that stuff if you're going to represent something uh yeah yeah and and I, i couldn't be happier with the answers they gave me basically uh, a lot of things that a lot of values that I agree with and, and and are very similar to what I care about in games. Nice, moving to a free to play ad based <laughs> model in the near future. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good answer, I guess. <laughs> nah, they, they also don't like uh, 
yeah, that kind of stuff. So it's okay. One of the one of the coolest things actually was uh, um, when I was talking to Alno, um, I asked him, "Would you prefer uh, for more people to buy card share or like buy your game, um, but then have let's say a lower Steam review score because more people?" Like if if you expand, let, let's say like let's okay, uh, let's say with Card Shark. Card Shark sounds like a card game. It says card in the title, and uh, and you, like you mm -hmm. all the promotional stuff show cards. Um, <laughs> and if we like told, like, like I'm sure we could sell it to people who like card games, like like Inscription yeah. for example. Um, yeah. But once you play Card Shark, you realize that you're never actually playing cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but if we were to like. If we cared like most about how many we sell right away, then we could like basically trick people into thinking, "Oh, this is a card game." Or like this, like maybe not directly say that, but like say like, "Oh, this sure. game is about cards," and then some people who like card games will probably buy it, therefore increasing your immediate sales. But then, yeah. like they probably won't like it because they they that's not what they like or that's not what they were expecting. Um, yeah, yeah. So I asked them, "No, like, would you prefer that, or would you prefer for people?" to like know exactly what it is so us like i can tell people this is not a card game and yeah uh then they know what to expect and then they and they won't buy it but then uh, you won't like they won't be disappointed since they won't buy it since they know what to expect yeah and yeah uh, i mean you're selling people what it really is yeah yeah and he said that he would much prefer th that second one to like actually tell people what it is that the only people who yeah. are actually going to like it are going to buy it and that's a so, that's another reason why we have the demo out now so yeah. you can even play the game and see if you like it and, and and then you can choose to buy it or not nice nice so uh just how mercenary are you if arno had said the other way would you have just been like yeah sure thing boss <laughs> uh well i would try to suggest that it's not the best way to go about it but if that's what like the, sure. the team that's their strategy then eh, how much we can do about it <laughs> nice Nice. But luckily, we are a Devolver team, so we don't believe in that. It is nice getting to uh, getting to do it that way. Not actually, yeah. It's it, I mean that's just the way to do it. I um, you know, I I don't like selling things. Um, uh, you know, I've been in you know doing shows for Devolver for years, but I've always just considered it uh, product demonstrations. You're just showing people what it is and letting them see how it really is and then trusting that they'll like it or they won't, you know, if it's not for them. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like games, are, like anything, everyone has their own taste. They have different things that they want, different things they value or enjoy. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'd much rather people who actually like, like want it and will like it will play it. Yeah. And you represent the game on its own terms. You let it speak for itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not overselling, not like yeah. tricking people into thinking it's just a certain thing. Yeah. Even though we we do are in, we're interested in tricksters and tricking people in different ways. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> That's what our game is about. But uh, <laughs> yeah, n not tricking them into buying something that they don't. That is very different than what they expect. <laughs> yeah, that's not a. It's just, yeah, it's no good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think it was really cool to to be able to get those answers from everyone, see what games like. Like, I love just hearing people talk about what they're passionate about, uh, like hearing them talk about what games they like, and yeah, it was kind of a 
uh, sneaky way of, of doing that in, in an official capacity. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. So what games do you like? Hmm. Um, I'd say my favorite game is Outer Wilds. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think nice. it's, I, I don't want to say much as, as a classic Outer Wilds subreddit person, I got, got to leave everything in spoilers. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> won't say much more, but if you haven't played it and you have decent mechanical skills while playing games, then I highly recommend. I need to play that one. I've heard only excellent things about it. I, I do feel for people who maybe are not as the like not so patient gamers or they're not like it, it, it's not an easy game to control so um, okay yeah or, or you might have motion sickness issues if you're not used to playing first person games so uh sure. yeah I, I like i wouldn't recommend if you can suffer from those but at least i'd recommend that you give it a try um nice yeah so that that would be my favorite game uh, i grew up as a nintendo fanboy uh, a lot of pokemon um things like Wii Sports with my family growing up um I, I'm a big fan of I, I think I was listening to one of the episodes a bit ago where uh you and other Jared were talking about uh, uh motion control <laughs> games like like Force Unleashed yeah yeah didn't get yeah. much better than Wii Sports man <laughs> so good okay, Wii Sports Resort that's the one. Oh, Wii Sports Resort I forgot about the resort oh that was so good yeah, Wii Sports Resort. Um, what else? And uh, a lot of like narrative storytelling, very moody games. Uh, that's one reason why I really like the Narial team. Uh, things like uh, Night in the Woods. Um, oh yeah. Life is Strange. Uh, what remains of Edith? Edith, Edith Finch. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, things like that. A lot of those are probably be my favorite games. Nice, strong choices. Hmm. Now, I know uh, a lot of other Devolver <laughs> games are pretty like action oriented, but uh, I like to think that Nariel and, and people on the Nariel team are kind of like the artsy branch of the Devolver section. Yeah, yeah. We've we've said this before many a times, but people always is like, "Oh, Devolver only makes these all hyper violent, you know, games." <laughs> like that's not yeah. true at all. And like, look at Reigns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real like unique and not. Blood. I mean, there's. I guess there's a little violence, but you know, nothing crazy. But yeah, that's it's descriptions of violence. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pikuniku by Alno as well. That's definitely not very violent. So I'll, I'll admit that's the. the I forgot that. So I remember that Arno is Pikuniku, and I forgot that Pikuniku is technically not Nereal though, because uh, it's 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 um, sector dub, and that's what I was doing earlier when I was embarrassing myself and going get to the good stuff, because I was like Pikuniku, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah, um, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, Pikuniku is great. I, I I kind of like part of the family. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and Pikuniku is like really it's good. like a step game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like a like a half sibling kind yeah of. <laughs> yeah yeah although the um, kicking is quite violent uh if i had legs like uh it, it is yeah yeah it's just everybody when they think of devolver they think of yeah they think of pixel hyper violent omnibus like it just they can't think of anything else and it's really hard to get out from under that shadow mm -hmm. um but you know we have like like you said you know we have a lot of artistic games that that go against that you know trend 
you know, Pikuniku. Oh, rings, I also really like Red Strings Club. Uh, sorry, I I just wanted to say oh, yeah. I, I also really like uh, couch co-op and, and like co-op games in general and Heave Ho. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, Heave Ho. Is so good. Yeah. Love Heave Ho. Definitely so spent a lot fun. of time uh, practicing with friends. <laughs> <laughs> it goes so fast when you play Heave Ho. The time flies so fast when you're playing Heave Ho. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember a it's session fun. where, uh, yeah, just like four or five hours just gone. And the whole time <laughs> we're just playing Heave Ho, going through level by level. Screaming. So much <laughs> shouting. <laughs> So, so I are, say, oh, go, oh, Jared. JM, I'm going to need you to fucking shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jared time. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's time for the Jareds to talk, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, so like to get to know more about you, because you were talking about, you know, music earlier. So, like, what kind of music did your band play? What kind of music do you play? What kind of music do you like? Like, give us all of that information. Ah, cool. Thank you for asking. Um, let's see. Right now, uh, I'm working on like my first solo tracks. Uh, I've technically been working on them for like two years now, <laughs> since like early pandemic. Um, and they are like electro pop, I'd say, or like dream pop um, in the direction of um, like Porter Robinson. Um, yeah, something like that. Um, one day I will finally go and like record the vocal as well and then actually release these songs but uh, one day hopefully soon uh, and then back with the old band um, rock but in like various directions like in, in our, our album we have like a bossa song or we have uh, <laughs> um, like a song that's supposed to be like it uses like EDM kind of feel of a beats of beats, but then with like acoustic guitars and it becomes like a folk EDM, but not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of different stuff, I'd say, uh, but in the ger- direction of rock since we were a band. Um, what were but, some like influences it, that you were you kind of looked towards? Ah, um, for me. The folk parts definitely come from Mumford and Sons for me, um, mm-hmm. especially uh, some of their darker songs. Uh, I like. Uh, I'm a big fan of those. Um, one time, I went to a Mumford and Sons concert in, here in Vancouver, and I was like, "Oh man, this is the like highest concentration of uh, of white people that I've seen in Vancouver ever." <laughs> <laughs> um let's see what else <laughs> um our band had a lot of like or we tried to add a lot of like folk or sorry a funk and gospel like our like soul vibes although we i don't think we were that successful and right now i i've been listening so much to to the silk sonic album um yeah it's so so good um I, I don't I'm not nearly as funky as that, but I, I wish I could be. <laughs> and then uh I guess when I was younger, um def- definitely a lot of pop as well. Uh like was a big I I guess and still was a pretty big Justin Timberlake. Re- okay, I am a really big Justin Timberlake fan and uh <laughs> huh. um 
Jonas Brothers some some the, some of their stuff and then um sure that just some of the Jonas Brothers work yeah not not all of the Jonas Brothers work though I will admit not like some of it is like super generic some of it is not as generic uh and um what else and then for like bands uh Red Hot Chili Peppers uh Duran Duran uh Franz Ferdinand okay go so kind of like some weird stuff some somewhat more mainstream the alt direction i guess nice yeah so the stuff that you make like that you're making right now that's you you, you said you know because obviously you're it's by yourself but is there any kind of style of music that you're like oh i want to pursue this but you're either you just you can't or don't have the resources or mm. you're going to tackle that mountain later mm. so i was working with a, a producer uh, who made the songs so much better than I like ever could have tried <laughs> to make them. Uh, he has a lot of like J-pop influences, uh, and, and he like is class classically trained in in music and composition. So, yeah, like the music theory that that he's added to the songs is whew, like I, it's, it's so good. Um, and, and he also has done some game soundtracks and stuff. His name's Josh Sung here in Vancouver. Um, and yeah, uh, I would like to work with him more and we'll see how these two songs go, uh, whenever I do get around to releasing them. And, um, yeah, if he would be willing to work with me more then I, I'd be very happy to do that. <laughs> nice. A game soundtrack, something you're interested in? Hmm. Uh, as, even though I am a music person and a games person, I'm not that into game music. Ooh. So All right. cardinal sin right there. I mean, I feel like I'm a nerd because I'm into game soundtracks and movie soundtracks. Mm. Like, I, I like the soundtrack music. I like singing along. That's so uh, game soundtracks that have singing things like uh, like Persona Five soundtrack. Th those are more fun for me. <laughs> well, that's yeah, just like right. a, a masterpiece of music. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, that's, that's like, great. Not even that's... just not even just game soundtrack, just music in general. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I do like singing along. Nice. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Music, I, and uh, I, I, if I'm around, if I'm still in on the West Coast in in June, then I will definitely try to make it out to your opera show. Oh yeah, come see my opera. Well, yeah, you're probably Dino a lot closer to him than I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I am very close as long as I'm here. Uh, not sure if I will be here uh, at that time, but we will see. Speaking of places on coasts, uh, do you, are you going to be at PAX East? Yes, I will be at PAX East. Nice. Oh yeah. hell yeah! We'll see. Old each Jared, other. you're going to be there, right? Old Old Jared, <laughs> I don't like yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been replaced with new New Jared, who knows TikTok and current trends. Fresh I'm, Jared, I'm out. Fresh, Fresh Jared. <laughs> oh, I don't like those mangoes on my counter. Right uh. now. <laughs> Yes, stale Great. Jared will be at Tax East. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to go to Pax. It'll be I've only ever been to one Pax. I went to Pax West, uh, I guess the last one before the pandemic, and that was a, as an attendee. And yeah, I, I, ever since I've decided that I wanted to work in games, I've really wanted to go to like a, a 
consumer a player event for uh like as a presenter as someone getting to show a game so i'm really excited to show card shark at pax yeah yeah i hope my wig's okay i left it in my suitcase for a long time impressive though and you like got the makeup too yeah are you getting your are you getting your wig and makeup for for boston uh i haven't planned it yet but we will see i will have to learn how to do all of that easy breezy you learned how to do card tricks in a night so you can learn how to be a french 1700s gentleman (sighs) easy breezy my french is probably better than yours though since yours is non-existent (laughs) since i don't speak french (laughs) Uh, (laughs) well fair yeah, I mean, I got nothing on that. Hmm. I, I'm yeah, I'm really excited to see what we can pull off at PAX, and uh, yeah, to meet anyone who's interested in Card Shark and, and any of the Devolver games. Let's let's have a good time. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be. I mean, I have no idea how it's gonna be. It's gonna be absolutely. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who fucking knows? Since <laughs> there's still a pandemic. <laughs> it's gonna be so weird we test in every day and hopefully don't get it any other days and then we'll not have to just stay home uh but yeah yeah on the gdc like which is like a limited engagement like some people tested positive and then went and hung out with everybody anyway yeah it's the 21st century russian roulette that's what they're playing with other people, yeah. With other people, well, so yeah. That's... It's like it's like they spin the gun and they just go into a crowd and start pulling the trigger. Like, <laughs> pow! Oops. Oof. Um. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how that uh, how that is. But it'll be nice to get to do a show and to get out and to hang out. Are uh, are other Nereals coming to? Uh, are any of the the other of the folks from France coming to East? Uh, nope. It's a little bit of a trip uh, getting across the pond. Sure. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but we have a lot of stuff to do to make sure that Card Shark uh, can release. Oh, yeah, they're making the game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yep, I'm, uh, yeah. Shouldn't be too far away, but uh, we'll see when, when it is. Great. Well, yeah. Where can uh, where can people find Card Shark, Nereal, and also any of your work that you want people to find? Mm. Um, let's see. So on Twitter, if you at Nereal, that's N E R I A L, or if you look up like Card Shark, you should be able to find it. Um, as well as the Reigns game, we have a Twitter account for that, uh, and I think we're Nereal Games on TikTok, Instagram. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at a Jared J. That's the Canadian A, E H, uh, and <laughs> very confusing. Lots of people when they see my handle on Twitch or something, they'll just be like or E H J. They get very confused. Jared. So you said a the Canadian A Jared J. Yeah. Yeah. Like just the letter J? Yes. Or J A Y? Yeah. Like the Canadian J? J E H? Ah, like the J's, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's just the letter J. So E H J A R E D J. 
uh, on Twitter nice. and pretty much everywhere. Same handle. Twitch too. If you wanna, uh, I've I've been uh, learning. Oh yeah, I didn't even say it, but I've been learning how to do live looping uh, on Twitch. So live looping is where you like play all the parts of a song and you loop it live. Uh, oh yeah. So I got the setup at home that I set up and tear down every time I got it to a stream because the apartment's too small. <laughs> um, nice. But I got like the piano, the the, the drum machine, and, um, uh, and and my guitar, and then I'll like make loops and sing them in person or like all all at once. <laughs> That's awesome, badass. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. There are like so many people who are much better live loopers than me, but um, yeah, it's it's fun to learn and, and have at least a few people watching. Yeah, it's fun to just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrific. I just now remembered that I was gonna do a segue that I had a segue that I had thought of, and it was gonna be about talking to Stale Jared about the TikTok. Because Jared's always talking to me about the Devolver TikTok. I can't get through an episode of the forecast lately without Jared bringing up the TikTok. And then Jared would say something like, And I'd be like, well, since you asked, Jared, we have Jared Tan from Nereal. But I didn't do that segue. But anyway, Devolver has a TikTok, too. Was there a long pause there, or did I just have a stroke? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I heard it, too. I I, I couldn't tell if I was like, did my internet cut out? Am I supposed to say something here? I was waiting for you to say what. (laughs) Am I dying? I don't know what was fucking going on there. Oh, my God. Holy I was hell. waiting for you to say anything. I, oh, I didn't know. I didn't. I know. Oh, Lord. I'm wow, so you scared. waited for so long. Oh, my gosh. Did I get cut in a time loop or something? <laughs> oh. oh, bad at podcasts. <clears throat> I'd love to see the, the, the audio file, like, visual for that on SoundCloud later. Like, just line. Just a... <laughs> So now, so I should leave that in. I was gonna edit that out. Okay, never mind. Well, I wanted you to edit it out. I wasn't sure if you're gonna put the effort. <laughs> it'll do that no, thing was... where people listen into the podcast. It'll happen, and then they'll have to check to be like, "Oh, did it just end? Did it? Is it still going?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that to people. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah, but then now this whole segment of everyone laughing isn't gonna make any sense without it. <laughs> yeah. So now we're stuck. I also was gonna edit out that first part where I. What kept fucking up being like, get to the good stuff about Piku Niku, but then we brought it up later, so I've got to leave it in. <laughs> it's all staying in. It's all staying in. It's all staying in. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll open it up with, uh, with something like, listen to JM fuck up this podcast several times throughout. Enjoy <laughs> listening to the whole thing. We'll hook them like the TikToks. <laughs> oh, dear. Can't believe you actually well, just sat there for like, a minute and a half <laughs> expecting I, him to yeah, say something I, and re- after we clearly no one was saying anything <laughs> if there's one thing i am good at it's committing to the bit mm. uh oh boy. it's not necessarily a good thing but there it is yeah, that was good commitment <laughs> to the bit that's, that's that's all i know if it was visual it would be hilarious because you could just stand there and you can like 
gesture or, or not move mm-hmm. at all, it, it would be very funny. Mm-hmm. But you know, it would have it would have almost made sense if it were visual. But <laughs> it would have, it would have. But uh, yeah, but I had already decided I was going to edit it out, but now I can't. <laughs> oh, so boy. here we are. Maybe I'll maybe I'll edit it down a little bit. It was a very long pause. <laughs> I, okay. I am curious about uh, like what what you were gonna say about other Jared talking about the <laughs> the Devolver TikTok. Oh, I mean, the joke is that I bring it up when I bring up the list of all the things that Devolver Digital is on. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch. We're on, and I'm like, "Hey, Jared, did you know we're on TikTok?" And then he says something like, "Oh, we're gonna do it again." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're on TikTok. Ah, ha, ha. Yes. <laughs> and so that's where, yeah, the, good. Perfect. And then, uh, but so this, so I was going to make a joke that he's just always bringing up the TikTok. Uh, and so we're going to talk about, to our resident TikTok expert today, Jared Tan. Uh, yeah, great thing you came up with the segue at the end of the fucking episode. <laughs> Listen to the whole episode for a great segue, everybody. <laughs> I'm putting that at the beginning. We come, we come at the end. I'm putting that at the beginning. Ugh. All right. Well, I have train wrecked the end of this. Thanks for being on here, Jared. It's been really interesting. Thanks for sharing uh, your insights and your your personal journey with us. Um, no, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to my exposés about several things. That's, that's my specialty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you know what else is a specialty, Jared? You can find Devolver Digital on Twitter at Devolver Digital. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitch. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Nobody else is going to say bye. I was going to ask if we could the rest of us say goodbye.